0: Everybody happy they got lasagna. Oh. I, I haven't. We've not discussed it. How, How was, was it? your lasagna? It was so delicious. Yes, right. Yeah, it's good. Right? It's good. Yeah. The pants that we got
1: was slightly smaller than the one that I originally got.
0: Oh.
2: Slightly smaller.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I have the same you... problem because my family ate all. Hold my... up! What? <laughs> what era is this? <laughs> Somebody gives you race. free food. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, and you eat it. You don't put a. But it was too small. Ask Joy. As it As was too, was, it, was it smaller than the first one you made me? The pan. Never mind.
3: I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view, or just like a show where I force people to talk about the view with me.
0: Is the world flat? Yes.
3: I'll call it Deja the View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello, Jellicle Cats. <laughs> it is January 10th, and this is
1: 2020.
3: <laughs> We're joined by our social media correspondent Paula <laughs> Ferris, Sean Ross. How are you. you?
4: I'm great. I I'm so happy to be back. It's been a long time. <laughs>
3: How did you spend New Years, Sean?
4: I spent New Year's like everybody spent New Year's watching cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, I didn't see cats, but I heard that you guys saw cats.
1: yeah, we went to the Jellico ball. the <laughs> we <laughs> the only ball that dropped for us was Jellico.
3: <laughs> wow, yeah. It was really fun.
1: We went to see Cats. And I thought that when I was looking at the showtimes, I thought that I picked the one that would line up so that the climax of the movie, would, which I assumed not knowing, would be when Jennifer Hudson's Singing Memory. I thought <laughs> that the timing would line up with Midnight. And I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to be like so surprised and so excited. And then the movie ended at like 11.00. 49
4: (laughs) okay so I wasn't even there and I knew based on when Kevin told me he was going to see cats that it was gonna get out right before me yeah I I mean I think I was looking at
1: the I was looked at the wrong movie time like I was looking at the wrong run time yeah I realized after that I was looking at the run time for little fucking women (laughs) Mm. (laughs) not cats we could have gone to see little women and rung in the new year when Joe is getting her money Instead, <laughs> we um, we missed ringing in the new year with cats by about 11 minutes.
3: I knew that that was going to happen because I looked up the runtime uh, and I looked up all the times and none of them were going to have like a good midnight mm. moment for us. Um, but it was fine. It was perfect yeah. because we had... It
1: was perfect. When
3: we got out... <laughs> We just, we went into a photo booth and it took us about 10 minutes to figure out how to use it. Yeah.
4: And so we were in the photo booth at- At midnight. Midnight, yeah. I did wonder whether they were going to show cats and then they had, you know, like a special post show where confetti was going to fall from the ceiling. It pretty much did because people
3: were (laughs) acting crazy. Well, yeah. Like everyone was screaming and like- just losing their minds. Everyone was high. Like, someone was like, I'm too high. It was
1: like two-thirds of the audience was there for a fun, good time. Like, we were clapping along to the songs, you know, like, cheering and, like, laughing out loud. And then another third of the audience just was like, fuck it. Like, we we don't want to pay to go to the club we'll just go see cats and like didn't know what they were getting into mm. and then ended up leaving throughout yeah. the movie. And anytime that people would get up and leave, the rest of the audience would be like, bye Would guys. like <laughs> heckle them. Yeah. Yeah. That's
4: funny. <laughs> like
3: another, lost yeah. another one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was really fun. The fact that we
3: went to see cats for new years, as fun as that was, and I'm glad we did it. It was a reminder of getting older because I was not invited to a single <laughs> New year's <laughs> party,
1: and that's also because, like we were not hosting a single New Year's party between the like five of us or whoever went. Well, and we all just opted to not have to clean up a mess the next day <laughs> and instead go see cats and and bring our own champagne, <laughs> yeah.
3: no one was sunny hosting anything that I was invited to. but I'm glad that we did that, yeah, also. Marie you were in Los Angeles
1: yeah so did you um, see a
4: celebrity in Tinseltown
1: well I got to go to old Tinseltown as they say (laughs) I went last year people who listen to the podcast will remember um they sent their best plant waterer over to um (laughs) the Golden Globes uh in Tinseltown I was on the red carpet again this year and you know who
3: else was on the red carpet well, Sarah Haynes. Well,
1: here's the thing you know who wasn't on the actual red carpet? And I'm going, I'm just going to say this is why I didn't see her, Sarah Haynes, because she had the backstage lounge. Oh,
3: yeah, I did see her talking about being backstage. So the
1: thing about that was I was like busy working on Sunday. So I wasn't on my own. Like, I wasn't on my own accounts throughout the day, so I didn't see... You weren't free
3: to roam. I wasn't
1: free to roam. <laughs> and I didn't see um, that Sarah was there on that day, or on that whole weekend. Otherwise, I would have been acting like a complete insane person. The so photographs
3: I'm, I saw of her, she looked more beautiful in- than I've ever seen stunning, her. Amazing. Stunning.
1: More stunning than Amber Heard and Amber Heard's female bodyguard combined. <laughs> And I'm just so glad that I saw it, like, the moment that the car- red carpet ended or, like, that the show ended is when I saw that Sarah Haynes was also there. And for that, I'm thank- thankful because I would have been acting like an insane person. Um, but, no, I didn't see her. We were breathing the same smoggy, weed-soaked air. <laughs>
3: Well, did you Taking- see Melissa Etheridge at a fast food restaurant? Not even this
1: year, I did see everyone on the red carpet. So, like, I saw, like, Brad Pitt, like n- known lesbian Brad Pitt. I saw, <laughs> um, uh, lesbian and bombshell Margot Robbie. I saw mm-hmm. and Kate McKinnon. Oh, maybe that's who I saw. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Kate McKinnon. And did she give you a oh, knowing saw- look?
4: Like, no, I know. Not
1: this year. I saw Ellen and Portia, other known lesbians.
4: I have a that's confession a to make, and it's that I only just found out that Kate McKinnon is a real life lesbian.
1: Honestly, that's my fault that you didn't know that. <laughs> I'll own that. <laughs> I should have been more thorough. But yeah. truly,
4: when she was giving her speech to Ellen, I was like, "Oh, she's really taking this bit a bit far." I don't like. I don't. I don't mean to be offensive, but like
3: you have, wow. <laughs> because the
1: signs were there like
3: I don't know a gayer person (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense
4: now
1: (laughs) in hindsight you're like why was she so good at playing Justin Bieber for eight years And (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah I did see a lot of notable lesbians and it was great but I didn't see Sarah
3: That's tragic.
1: It's like Sarah Haynes and Rachel Weiss are the two people that I want to see the most at the Golden Globes who I keep not seeing. The two most powerful um, gay allies (laughs) that I think we (laughs) have in this world.
3: Oh, speaking of Margot Robbie, Mm -hmm. did you know that uh, Rosie Perez has a pretty big role in Birds of Prey?
1: I did know that. Okay. Unexpected.
3: (laughs) That's all. Yeah. Um, well, normally when The View comes back from a hiatus, they would talk about what they spent, uh, what they did over the holidays and New Year's. Unfortunately, they didn't have time because it was World War Three. Yeah. I did see something really funny on Facebook. I love to read The View's <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs>
1: You're like, so a thing about me that you might not know. <laughs>
3: So I've gone looking elsewhere to other view Facebook pages, like fan-made ones. Yeah. And I was reading people's reactions to, like, people just trying to get through the hiatus, posting, like, (laughs) cries for help. A lot of people didn't understand why they had to watch reruns over the holidays. and were.
1: girl, you get time off from work. Like, so do they.
3: (laughs) And they were flocking to Facebook to... (laughs) For community to like <laughs> reach out to people and express, you know, the tough yeah. times while during this period. But, but it's I, like
4: this is the official View fan page. <laughs> <laughs> you should know by now, we've been through this year after year. Um, but I yeah, you're right. It they,
1: happens every year.
4: <laughs> every year around this time.
3: <laughs> um, but I wanted to share with you some of the things people had to say about the time off
1: I can't wait
3: <laughs> so it all began with Joseph who said as a daily fan of the view I have no use for reruns topics <laughs> need to be fresh not outdated sorry to which Leslie replied everyone's entitled to vacation time
1: My po- that's my point <laughs> but
3: Joseph counters that with well when you only work an hour or two a day oh two weeks is way too long
4: I think there's an argument to be made there, but... To which
3: Maria says, you must get really upset when they take four weeks off in August.
1: That was my burner account. <laughs> Clearly, like... <laughs> just trying to stir the pot. <laughs> it's
3: just funny that like people out there think that only the View co-hosts are the ones working. <laughs>
1: And yes, and also that they are only working one to two hours a day. That's like wh- how long the makeup and hair probably takes.
3: Even if they were just walking in, shooting the show, walking out.
1: Yeah.
4: It's really it's funny like, that they think that only the five the of them.
1: cameraman <laughs> has been there since 7 a.m.
4: <laughs> Something I think about all the time when I think about how long the co-hosts work is that years ago, there was some segment about Whoopi's... Uh, nutritional intake and how bad it was, and how she doesn't eat vegetables. And she said during that segment that she gets a hamburger on her way to work every day. And like the more the older I get, and the more I think about that moment, the more I think like that's got to be at like seven thirty in the morning.
1: <laughs> the hamburger is all she needs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I'm not remotely done. So. <laughs> Please continue. So uh, Heidi says, they take this time off every year at the same time. The View is on vacation. Ruthie says, true, but who wants to watch old news? Oh CC chimes in. You pick up the damn remote and change the station. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I will say a lot of people on this new fan page aren't aware that it's not The View. They think that, so they're not sure who they're talking to So they see
1: official and they think mm. Whoopi's reading this.
3: Yes. Kathy, I just joined this group recently. I don't like the way you're talking to one another. Are you sure this is the official fan page? <laughs> By the way, I can't see why the ladies couldn't alternate their vacation time like I had to do when I worked, and invite a guest host to fill in for whoever is on vacation. Again, not understanding that the only people working aren't the View co-hosts. Yeah, which I think it's so funny. Yeah, like let's just. Like
1: w- <laughs> Brian also needs a week off.
3: <laughs> um, Angie has an idea. Perhaps a whole new set of views oh when all God. are on vacation. no! John I will watch if Megan is wearing a dress with her hair down oh
1: god (laughs) (laughs) banned from the official view Facebook page
4: no offense but so will I
3: (laughs) (laughs) Linda that's when most go channel surfing and find something new to watch if they want holidays no problem someone will sit in for you reruns in shows like this just aren't a great idea in my opinion Maria it's replies. Like, but, okay, but yes, but that is Maria's people... <laughs> going to say what you're going to say. And she <laughs> says, All the workers on the show deserve time off. How did you make it through four weeks in the summer? <laughs> <laughs> Linda has more to say. She says, I didn't say it was against them all having holidays. I just said they can have someone fill in for them. There's plenty of people who don't celebrate Christmas like everyone else. I'm sure there's someone who would like to be a guest. Many that would. Maria.
1: Linda always hot on her heel. Linda said the view hosts can have a little holiday as a treat.
3: <laughs> Maria always hot on Linda's heels says, "Like who? All six of the ladies celebrate Christmas and go away for the holiday. Megan goes to Arizona. Anna went to Mexico." <laughs> Whoopi usually travels to London or Cali or has her family come visit. Joy also travels and has her daughter with her at home out of NYC. (laughs) Sunny has a ton of family visit and went away. Abby went home and on vacation to Florida. And the hundreds of all the other employees that put the show together also want time off for the holidays. It's hard for them to take time off during the year, and they look forward to being off when their kids are off from school. It's pretty obvious from all the other shows being repeats at Christmas and in August that the people in Hollywood aren't available for interviews either. Hundreds of them are on yachts in St. (laughs) Barts and skiing in Colorado or vacationing in Hawaii. They aren't around for interviews, and what is there to interview them about since TV shows are on hiatus? This isn't nothing new. Shows have been off the air during the two weeks in December, January forever, and August is also a normal time to shut things down. It's the holidays. Everyone should be with family and friends. <laughs> I don't understand why you or anything else would want things to change for this show when every other show similar to it is also off. The only shows that are new are are the news shows with fill-ins, and they were very boring for the two weeks since Trump was hiding in Florida and not making much news. Linda, still not convinced. (laughs) Give it up, hun. All kinds of businesses continue on when employees take holidays. As for the panel, anyone can sit in for one of those ladies. I've seen it during their live taping. One has an appointment, someone someone fills in. Lose the attitude, love. I said I'm all for them having holidays. I think Linda won the debate.
4: For me, Maria sounds like the same source as the Daily Mail <laughs> articles yes. because she just happens to know exactly yes. where Whoopi Goldberg is and exactly yeah. where Joy is and exactly where the staff go and exactly who's accompanying them.
3: She knows all about how celebrities are in Colorado yeah. and Hawaii <laughs> over in the Saint holidays. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, as far as my view updates go even though The View has been back for five days and Megan was gone for two of those five days, <laughs> the amount of press about this woman mm-hmm. has been out of control.
1: It's almost been a blessing that another more famous Megan made the news this week and like took the trending... <laughs> <laughs> the trending like when it's like every day when I when I wake up and I look at Twitter and I see Megan trending I'm like oh no like Megan, I know it's gonna be about Megan McCain and people are mad at her but like four out of five days this week when I saw that Megan was trending it was about Megan Markle and I was like wow Megan McCain say, must really be enjoying this break
3: I'm with you but I would say like Two out of those five days were not about Megan McCain.
1: We're on different Twitters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys see the change.org petition mm-hmm. calling for the firing of Megan McCain? Can you come up with anything else? Um, so the petition is actually. <laughs> is that
1: you at, at whoever made it? Yes. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to clarify.
3: The petition's actually two years old, but it suddenly started suddenly everyone
1: its having its moment. Suddenly
3: everyone started to write an article (laughs) about it. So if, if truth hurts by Lizzo can get to number one, then why can't change.org two year
1: old (laughs) petition?
3: Um, the goal is for 10,000 signatures and it's at almost 8,000 now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know who they're trying to bring the petition to, I guess, the ABC network. Bob Iger. Because
1: 10,000 is (laughs) so huge compared to the amount of views The View gets.
3: So the goal here is it says, anyone who, like me, has watched The View for years and has seen the sourness and immaturity that Megan has brought to the show doesn't need much persuasion. Let's get her off our favorite morning show and back to faux news where she can safely (laughs) keep discussing Obama possibly faking tears with onions after little children were murdered at school. The name of the petition uh, is actually called uh, The View on ABC Please Replace Meghan McCain with Anna Navarro or Bring Jedediah Bila Back. No. That didn't age well.
1: (laughs) That did not. That aged like milk. Yeah. Because now (laughs) Jed is the one who's like making fun of of people dying on Fox. Don't well, quote me on that, but like he, we all know she's been horrible on Fox. Well,
3: the thing with Jedediah is the thing that pushed us over the edge with Jedediah was when Trump was being racist against, uh, what do they call Elon Omar and AOC and Rashida Tlaib? There's like a name, the squad. Yeah. He was like chanting, like send them back or whatever. And Jedediah said that that was comedy, comedy. Oh, she yeah. said cut to her somebody's and she was, like, feeling la- comedic today
1: yeah and she was like laughing in the studio yeah, they yeah. Cut so that was
3: her. what sent me over the edge with Jedediah but like yeah I guess two years ago I loved her on yeah. the view and I thought she was really smart and reasonable but things change yeah. um it's it's gotten so many articles written about it though and so many people are like fans are calling for Anna Navarro to take her place it's like Anna Navarro's already on the show, hun. Like, she's
4: already on the show. Yeah, the problem with this petition is that it's dated. And if you wanted to start a petition to get Megan off The View, you can do that. But let's come up with some better alternatives. (laughs)
1: Let's Let's brainstorm. Let's update the thesis here. Yeah. (laughs) I also feel like a lot of people who would be signing this particular petition probably don't watch The View. they are the people who see the clips on Twitter and think that they like know the whole dynamic and know what happens every day and they get really outraged because when you see an isolated clip it's easy to get really mad about something and be like get her off of there and I feel like those are more likely the people who are signing this two year old petition they're (laughs)
4: signing the petition to be like we don't want to see clips from the view anymore (laughs) (laughs) that should be the name of the petition
1: they're like get Meghan Markle trending (laughs) not Megan McCain.
3: There's such a hunger and thirst for content about Megan McCain though. Like sometimes I'll look at my sometimes there'll be a day where Megan barely speaks on mm-hmm. the view and then I'll look at my Google alerts and there'll be like three articles that are like Megan McCain huffs and puffs silently yeah. <laughs> like refuses to speak during hot topics. I literally
1: saw a page <laughs> 6 article today that was like Meghan McCain doesn't show up for work today. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it was like a planned vacation day. I
3: think she's in D.C. doing something, but I don't yeah. know why. She's doing some lone wolf shit. Yeah. <laughs> Another fantastic piece of writing that came out this past week about mm-hmm. Megan McCain. It was on the Daily Mail, but it came out, I think, first on page six. It, the headline is, none of the View ladies are speaking to Megan McCain. And according to this article, it says, Megan McCain has become an outcast on The View by feistily feuding with every one of her co-hosts. Page six can reveal that even the other conservative voice on the show, Abby Huntsman, and Megan McCain have hit a rough patch. They aren't speaking to each other. It's been about a month. None of the ladies talk to Megan now. Abby was the last woman standing. It's so bad. (laughs) Megan's so rude An insider... Told Page Six. <laughs> Another source added, "Abby tolerates Megan, but she doesn't genuinely like her. Their friendship has soured."
1: I will say that I think the source might be onto something here. I think Heron makeup is onto something here because Megan has not been holding back when she disagrees with Abby and it almost seems like it's hurting Abby's feelings. It's like, I think that Megan isn't isn't um, making it personal. She doesn't mean it in a personal way, but Abby is taking it personally.
3: Well, I th- don't think it's necessarily Megan is doing anything differently. Mm-hmm. I just think Abby is finding her voice mm-hmm. and she's not backing down. It's the article that goes on to say viewers got a glimpse into the growing tension on Tuesday when Huntsman sounded off on former National Security Advisor John Bolton saying he's willing to testify in President Trump's impeachment hearing. I think he ultimately has a conscience. He's someone that I think would be speaking about what he thinks is right, not what politically, not what he politically believes or doesn't.
5: There are war hawks, which I I guess you would probably put me in that category, and then there's John Bolton. And I'm sorry, to say that he somehow grew a conscience today, this is a political animal that has lasted several administrations. My take on it, he knows that Trump is going to hedge on this because this isn't popular, and he wants regime change wars, and he's going to want to go to the next administration to help it happen one way or another. But testifying at the impeachment trial, how does does that help I'm just saying the idea that he just went home and grew a conscience is like, maybe I've just been in politics too long, but I think that's a very... Well, I've also been in politics with my upbringing too. Sorry, and a, lot of, and a, a, and a lot of people anyway. have Perfectly. been around politics or know politics, whether you have family or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show's about opinions. My yeah. opinion on this is that I think he's someone that has seen a lot and knows a lot yeah. that has happened in that White House. And I've, I've read his tweets for the past while since he's been out of the White House. It right. seems like he wants to have a voice. He wants people to know what went on. Yeah, he wants to work again. But he But left he wants the White to House. by the Trump administration. But-,
3: but I find there's been many, many times where Megan and others come back at Abby, and Abby mm-hmm. always backs. She's always like, "Oh, okay." Like many <laughs> yeah. times, where Abby's like, "Oh, oh, yeah." I go, well, "I'm and done." She's like, well, and now actually. Abby's like, "Well, yeah."
4: I think this is sort of an isolated incident in that it must be so frustrating to sit at the table and then have Megan say, "I've been in politics my whole life," in a tone that insinuates that, therefore, my opinion is better than yours or more informed than yours. And so Abby was kind of like, in that moment, well, no, wait, that doesn't give you any more say in this than than me, because I've also been in politics, and this show isn't about how long you've been in politics, it's about your opinion on this subject. She and snapped. I think that's where it was coming she from. Snapped, she snapped, is what
1: you're saying. She snapped. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm very interested in knowing how close they really are. Like, I feel like their friendship is so mysterious, because in the book, beginning I feel like they would tout being besties Uh but then on the show like they don't really interact with one another very much
1: it doesn't seem like they're any closer than any of the other hosts with each other
3: yeah and like I know they are but like we
4: don't see it so it's it's interesting it seems like it seems like when you were like good friends with somebody at some point in your life like in college or something and then by sheer circumstance and coincidence, you end up working together later yeah. in life. And you're like, oh, my God, my best friend. Like, we have so yeah. much history together. Like, Megan being like, I know what your Halloween costumes yeah. were. Like, that kind of banter. But, like, realistically, but they're not working
1: like, together is different than yeah. seeing each other at the Halloween party. And you're not getting yeah.
4: together these days for dinners all and
1: the time. they did, like, they worked together at... Fox, or, like, at the same time at some point, but it's not, like, sitting at the table together every single day.
3: Tea. (laughs) This John Bolton topic Uh that uh, they're referring to in the Page Six article also kind of produced a slightly spicy moment with Sunny and Megan because they were talking about Lindsey Graham, which, like, is interesting from Megan's perspective because she
4: well now she's like apparently chatting with him every day getting like talking points to take to the view table
3: yeah it's true she was like I was just talking to him the other day I feel like a lot of people want me to come on this show and tear him a new one Uh but clearly
4: is you know what yeah
3: (laughs) clearly they've resolved whatever Like, clearly
4: they're on good terms again. So Sonny was saying that because because it got back to impeachment and it got back to Lindsey... They showed an old clip of Lindsey Graham during the Bill uh, Clinton impeachment saying, if you've got a witness, like, we want to hear from a witness. We want to hear from a witness. Where now John Bolton is saying, I want to testify in the impeachment hearing. And the Republicans are saying, oh, we don't want him testifying, despite the fact that he has firsthand knowledge of what happened. And... So, the point is that Lindsey Graham has completely shifted his opinion on this, and so Megan was like, well, it's not about it's not about having ethics or consistency in your position. it's about it's a political game where Sonny came back and said, "Well, actually." Like you should have ethics and politics, and you should be following the Constitution.
1: Yeah, because Megan was like, "Politics is politics is politics," and Sonny was like, "Well, the Constitution is the Constitution is the Constitution." And then Megan was like, "Well, politics and ethics aren't the same thing." And then Sonny was like, going for like her SAG award, was like, "Oh, <laughs> I never heard and politics? of it. Not not together. <gasps> doubt oh, it. Oh my god. Oh my god. I have doubt." <laughs> Wow! And like Megan was like, no, clearly not Trump's president. Sunny in the background. Wow! <laughs>
5: politics is politics is politics, and it's a really dirty game. And it's particularly what? dirty right now when we possibly could be going to war well, with the Iran. The Constitution is and the I Constitution think, is yeah. the Constitution. I agree, yeah. but and I'm it, it seems out. to me, it seems to got, me got, that politics I got, I got, don't i don't I'm not trump, trump the Constitution I and Lindsey Graham. I am not negating, I'm not talking about the, I I, I think I need to make this very clear in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, I'm not here to talk about the ethics of it. I'm here to explain the politics of it once again. I, I didn't realize you, that the politics and ethics the are two different things. A lot of times they wow, are. Wow. A lot of times they yeah. are. We wow. Trump is president. What are you talking about? Yeah. Trump is president. So, so Lindsey yeah.
0: Graham has no ethics? So he no, doesn't, so not has has ethics. I think he's playing a
5: political game. And I think, it shame I mean, on him part, because i thought he was fine. sworn
0: to follow the constitution and he that's is fine. not doing that so, again,
5: i i know that everyone wants me to come on here and, and rip his you know what open i can't i won't stop asking me to do it in well then i'm happy not to do it. do it by He's all not means. following the constitution <laughs> by <all means>.
1: um <laughs> graphic
4: graphic
1: but the tension between sunny And Megan, it's like when we recorded prior to the break, and I I said, I think Megan just needs a break and they all need some time off and then they'll cool down and they'll come back and be friends again. That didn't happen. (laughs) I was wrong. Megan wasn't
4: expecting Sunny to show back up in 2020 with so much hair.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like the tension between them is there's something more to talk about there than I think the Abby and Megan. Yeah, are.
3: I mean I think that elephant in the room for a while now has been that as Sunny's hair gets bigger <laughs> and better her power she, grows. She grows stronger. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this there's uh, there's so many layered things going on here with this as well because and
1: we're not just talking about her hair <laughs>
3: <laughs> the layers in her hair <laughs> because there was a uh as i said there's so much press or like articles being written about megan she tweeted something one day which is kind of a normal tweet for her saying um the media's only acceptable republican is the anti-republican republican not even heard on the hill is good enough so she's talking about will heard mm-hmm. Which she was saying that like uh, the media only likes like yeah, Anna, Anna Navarro etc um, and then Fox wrote like a art, just an article being like Megan McCain says this as like h- which is what happens mm-hmm. when someone tweets a celebrity tweets something an entire article gets written about mm-hmm. it and then Lindsey Graham uh, retweeted that article that is literally just a summary of her tweet mm-hmm. <laughs> And said, proud of Megan McCain. She understands the media game. If working to help Democratic causes, you are a good Republican. If fighting for Republican causes, you are the enemy of the people. Just keep being yourself. You make us all proud, Megan."
4: This I, is... Go ahead. This is so insane because, first of all, Lindsey Graham is like one of the most powerful politicians in the mm-hmm. United States, certainly one of the most recognizable on the Republican side, He is also one of the biggest villains in the United States, Mm -hmm. like in terms of sort of how we view politics from, you know, the left. And he's publicly tweeting an endorsement of a View co-host and saying that the media is turning her into an enemy of the people, which is like disgusting Trump language that... Mm -hmm is used against left-wing media to target them. I think this is so insane and then it's so upsetting that Megan like retweeted, re-Instagram, put it in her Instagram story, put it in her TikTok, put it in her Snapchat, <laughs> but you put know, it on her Tinder hey, buy. You know what thing. that
3: is? Like, and I know I'm the number one Megan McCain apologist. That's because Megan's not thinking about The way Megan's interpreting that is how we were saying earlier about how Megan breathes and there's an article written about her being like, Megan was breathing so hard on the view today because it's true. Like that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm talking about right now. Like there's so many articles written just in this week and she was on the view three days in a row and they're all negative. So I, from Megan's perspective, like I can see how Mm -hmm. she would interpret that as just being like, yeah, the media is going crazy, like, hanging on every little thing I do.
1: Okay. But I I don't think that's the right way to interpret it,
3: but I I totally see where she's probably coming from.
1: I think that, like, we were talking about the shift from her last year being, like, the way that Lindsey Graham is now is so weird and alien to me, and then her this week talking about him and being more apologetic and almost, not defending, but, like, uh, being able to see where he's coming from more. I think that part of it is like her professionally, maybe like just personally too, but I think professionally she probably understands that she needs to hold her spot as the true and true Republican. Mm-hmm. And she can, it's like there's already the Anna Republican Republican who doesn't like the Republican party the way it is now on the view. I think that part of it is Megan being like well if I'm the anti-Trump and also anti-Trump supporter and also anti-Republican party Republican then like I'm there isn't a true Republican at the seat of the view do you know what I mean yeah absolutely so I think part of it is her being like I need to hold my ground as the true Republican and come to terms with where the party is at right now. And that's why she defends Trump supporters so hard because they're also just Republican supporters. And I think that's part of why now she's like coming around to the way that Lindsey Graham is now because she kind of has to in order to still be accepted within the party.
4: Yeah, I think we can actually read her comment about Lindsey Graham as sort of a a commentary on Meghan on The View in that it's not about where she stands Ethically, or where she stands yeah. as a person, but politically, mm-hmm. she knows that she's got a, po- she is going to take a certain position, whether she agrees with it or not. And mm-hmm. she's going to like go hard for that position because yeah. this is like a political game, quote unquote. Yeah. The other thing that people were
3: talking about was when Elizabeth Warren was on The View. This is fascinating how this got blown up. It's, a whole, it's actually so funny. They were, uh, they had Elizabeth Warren on they had it it was a really good episode actually like they had it was very entertaining to watch Elizabeth talk to them I always love when she's mm-hmm. on and the audience
4: in New York that shows up for her they go crazy They're for Elizabeth Warren for something her. happened Like uh, like Elizabeth tipped people off well in advance that she was <laughs> going to be on this episode like her her entire Mm -hmm. like campaign headquarters was in the audience. Like they were all wearing Elizabeth Warren t-shirts. It was too many Absolutely
1: buzzing. Like
4: something's (laughs) up. But they were last time too.
3: Like every time she comes. Yeah. she's she's, She's
4: telling her campaign HQ. Yeah log on to one iota and get your tickets
1: she just strolls into the local barnes and noble (laughs) goes right to the spirituality and gay section picks up all of the women (laughs) in birkenstocks (laughs) and brings them over to the view Um,
3: (laughs) so when elizabeth was on they of course were talking to her about iran and they megan was questioning her about how she didn't label Soleimani as a terrorist mm-hmm. and Elizabeth was trying to answer Megan kept kind of cutting in and being like "I, all I need from you right now is to admit that he's a terrorist because mm-hmm. she's not happy with the way that uh, Democrats are painting it they're referring to him as a murderer they're referring to him as a bad guy but they're not saying terrorist mm-hmm. um, and Elizabeth Warren is trying to answer but kind of taking a long time to get there and Megan keeps being like just say terrorist
4: just say terrorist just say terrorist like the tactic is I'm not gonna let you breathe to answer (laughs) I'm just gonna keep repeating the question so it looks like you're not answering the question knowing full well she's dealing with a politician who wants to you know couch their answer in a certain way Mm -hmm. and you know, you could see Elizabeth Warren answering, well, yes, he was a part of a group that is designated a terrorist group. Therefore, he's a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Um, but Megan just, like, Megan knows how viral moments work and, like, that one, wild. She was like, say it, say it. Ben say Shapiro it, was all it. over it on Twitter. <laughs> say it, after. terrorist, say it. Say and then, then terror, finally t- t- Elizabeth
1: t- t- was like, t- t- yes, of course. And then Megan's face was like, well, I got it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
5: You issued a statement calling calling Soleimani a murderer. Uh Later, you issued a second statement saying that he was, quote, an assassination of a senior foreign military official. Uh I, I don't understand why it was so hard to call him a terrorist, and I would just like you to explain. The
0: question for the president of the United States is to understand what's going on, have an overall strategy, and pick an appropriate response, and going back to question add a appropriate terrorist? Time. He's part of a group that designated terrorist. He is part of a group that's been so designated he's not a terrorist. Is just, of course he is.
4: So uh, another thing that happened during the Elizabeth Warren interview was that they started asking her about her wealth tax, which is that if you earn over 50 million oh, dollars yeah. Yeah. then yeah. 2 cents on every dollar over your 50 million dollars will be taxed and will go into funding all of these various social programs that Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren has proposed.
1: She's got a plan. She's
4: got a plan. And so Elizabeth Warren starts naming, like, okay, if I start taxing, you know, every dollar over $50 million, Mm -hmm. um, I will be able to pay for this, 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 Alicia. Melissa, Michelle, like, you know, like better just, post office, <laughs> better garbage. <laughs> Sweden, Finland. Finland. <laughs> and uh, and the whole time Megan is trying to interject and be like, but she lets her go on for a bit. And
3: then she's like, OK, we get the point. OK, but we have to switch gears because I, I have another question. And Megan is like, we got we get it. Like, shh, uh-huh. like, shh, there's no time left. Like, <laughs> shh, 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 shh. I have something else I want to ask. And she says, I think what Joy was really trying to say. And then she says, I'm trying to switch gears for a second. It Uh seems like she has something else she wants to ask. And they're clearly like going to commercial soon. And she's trying to jump in there. And Elizabeth is still talking. And she's not really listening or hearing Megan. Or maybe she's ignoring Megan Mm -hmm. because she's still talking while Megan is trying to interject. $100
0: $100 billion into our public schools make can it a real we,
2: commitment. Can we, can we just Universal gears?
0: College, $50 billion for historically black colleges no, and I universities, what, what and cancel student loan said. debt for forty million. Well, when Trump just said really that quick. we spent $2 trillion on the military, I said mm-hmm. I don't want anyone ever to ask Elizabeth Warren how she's going to pay for medical I, care. There you Two
3: Anyways, it came off kind of looking like Elizabeth was ignoring Megan in that moment, or not hearing her. Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I mean, I, I think she was ignoring her, not in like a rude way. way. To yeah, be like, but she was like I'm, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk to Meghan McCain. I don't have the time for you. But she
1: was like, I'm gonna finish my point. She was
4: saying, "This is w- literally the thing I'm running on, and I yeah. want to get it out, and it's powerful. Yeah, and like, yeah. people respond to it." And Sonny was like. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sunny
3: was like,
1: yes. So <laughs> that's what Sunny
3: said. So it it seemed like all fun and games to be like, <laughs> oh, Elizabeth Warren ignoring Megan. Like, mm-hmm. that's funny. Um, and so like some people on Twitter, including us, were like, Elizabeth's ignoring Megan. Ha ha ha. Next thing you know, oh, there's so many articles coming out that are like, Elizabeth Warren ignores Megan McCain on The View. Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth. is a whole mood Elizabeth ignoring <laughs> Megan McCain.
1: Spitting on Megan McCain is all of us.
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, and Megan being logged on saw a People.com article uh-huh. that was like, I forget the headline now, but it was like, you know, Elizabeth Warren artfully ignores Megan McCain on The View or something like that. Megan retweets it and says, what kind of bizarre fake news headline is this? Did you not see us have a discussion about her labeling Soleimani a terrorist or her take on AOC's statements about moderates in the Dem party? We had a very interesting and respectful conversation. Warren didn't ignore anything, which I agree. Like um, that segment, they ran out of time before Megan could interject, but they came back the next segment and Megan had the first question and they did have a good Mm -hmm. calm normal interview so after megan retweeted that i don't know what happened maybe she called people maybe she (laughs) got in touch with them all of a sudden that article is deleted (gasps) a new article comes out on people that says no Elizabeth Warren oh didn't God. ignore Megan oh McCain God. on The View okay well
1: here's what I think happened like we talked about this before the people who see the 10 second clips on Twitter and think that it's real the same as the people who watch the Deja the View edits and think that that's the real yeah. edit of the show also people.com yeah and then go and write well, their articles yeah it's yeah, not so the first like, time that it's, people, it's people has done that yeah it's people liter- and literally people.com people.
4: <laughs> capital P <laughs> who people who don't
1: watch the show who see a viral 10 second clip and think they can turn it into A piece but they haven't they don't do the work No watch the rest And fact check it and make sure that it's Actually what the viral tweet which might just be a funny meme is saying and then meg mccain is like no you idiots and then they have to go and delete their article yeah
3: so the article says the host of the view had a lot to discuss with senator elizabeth warren on t- tuesday's episode including panelist Megan mccain even though some on twitter zeroed in on a one particular moment <laughs>
1: their for- own tweet
3: <laughs> where it seemed the Democratic presidential no. candidate was ignoring McCain's questions, So it's, they're blaming it on Twitter. But it was their own tweet. But it's like,
1: well, you guys are
3: bad at doing your yeah. job. It
1: also sounds like whoever wrote that, it's like they called up the office gay who watches The View and was like, you need to fix this for us and write <laughs> this like new piece. And that person hates whoever wrote the other piece. I've- and was like... I'm going to set this very right. Very meta referring yes, to your original your own piece. piece yeah. well, they're acting your
3: own they're piece. acting like that never happened. Yeah. yeah. So that's the inter- that's uh, people who write articles about the internet ruining the fun of the internet. <laughs> 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 I think that's all my view updates. Unless someone has anything they need to share.
1: Sherry Shepherd is struggling on Instagram. She posted a raw and candid update saying that she had been off her diet since November. I could have the exact date wrong, but I believe it's 23rd.
3: She I saw her say that although she hadn't eaten any sugar, uh-huh. she was eating a lot But she said her trainer, she shares her personal trainer with Nick Cannon Mm -hmm. and he left to go work with Nick Cannon and Sherry.
1: Because of the masked singer.
3: And she used that as her excuse to not work out for a while. Masks
1: off. Um, (laughs) She posted a really harrowing update that was like, anyone else feel like. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing with themselves in 2020. Do you ever
3: feel like a plastic bag?
1: And then Nisi Nash came through with the comment and said, healing and drinking water. And then Sherry said, I'm drinking water, waiting for the healing. But
3: I love that, first of all. But then I clicked on Nisi Nash's profile and her bio is like, Drinking healing water. and drinking yeah. water.
1: Is that like her yeah, is that like a brand that she's trying to push via Sherry's comments?
3: That's the church of Nisi Nash. Okay. Drink your water.
1: But I thought that it was um very uh it was a brush a breath of fresh air to see Sherry post something so honest, so beautiful, so simple. So
3: pure. <laughs> so pure.
1: I wish everyone could experience it.
3: <laughs> I want to move on to Hot Topics but first a message from our listener in Italy Hi guys it's your Italian listener here I just wanted to comment about the uh, last
5: episode, I don't know if it was last episode, by the way I'm talking about the episode where it was just the four of them uh, no Megan, no Anna
3: and uh, it was don't so get me wrong. I'm the biggest
4: Meghan McCain fan, but it was so refreshing, so quiet. Is it the word quiet? Um, and I get
3: that 90% of the, I don't know, media coverage about the view is about Meghan. But girl, that was a nice episode. Like once in a while, or maybe more than once in a while.
4: Once in a while. Once in a while is nice. As a treat?
1: I hate to interrupt, but I'm smelling burning. And I think it might be a hot topic.
3: Should we do some hot topics? Yeah, let's, let's go do for it. it. Well, even though I asked for uh, people to calm down about Lizzo, I didn't get my wish. Jillian Michaels, yeah. who was formerly of the biggest loser fame mm-hmm. and uh lesbian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Still not formerly. <laughs> uh
3: she uh, she did it, an interview, it looked like it was on someone's like was, web show. Uh, yeah, BuzzFeeds. <laughs> looked like Carmen's web show. <laughs> who? Remote <Never mind>. <laughs> forget it. Uh, and they, she was talking about Lizzo for some reason. And she said she doesn't understand why Lizzo's body is so celebrated.
1: But she was being like, like C-U-N-T-Y about it. Like there is a way where she could have made her point. But she was, perp, to me, purposely being a bitch about it.
3: She said she doesn't get why people are celebrating Lizzo's body instead of her music. Let's just celebrate her music why would we celebrate her body? Are we celebrating diabetes? Yeah. She yeah. thinks that Lizzo is going to die She's of She's like be-tes. not going to be
1: so fucking funny when she has diabetes, will it? Why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? That's what I'm saying. Like, why
0: aren't we celebrating her music? Because it isn't going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Well, I want to ask you- I'm just being honest. Like, I love her music. Like, my kid loves her music. But there's never a moment where I'm like, and I'm so glad that
1: she's uh, uh, overweight. Like, why do we, why do I even care? Why is it my job to care about her weight? If you don't want to talk about that, pivot the conversation. Mm -hmm, Be like, mm -hmm. I love her music. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't be so nasty about it.
4: Yeah, I personally wouldn't uh, be nasty about someone's appearance if I looked so much like Steven Tyler. (laughs) That's just me.
1: One time I was eating a burrito <laughs> in front of Jillian Michaels and it was one of the most terrifying three minutes of joking? my life. No. Was it at the Golden Globes? I was at work and Jillian Michaels was walking by me and I was, I was like deep throating a burrito. <laughs> and I was like, I have no choice but to continue or she'll know I'm stopping because of her and I'm not giving her that power. Today I'm the biggest winner. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not bad for a plant water. <laughs> Anyways,
3: she was like, she was like, well, I don't think we should be celebrating Lizzo's body and like yeah. acting like that's okay. I don't want her to die of beaties, mm-hmm. etc. What well, do y'all guess think?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw people on Twitter making a really great point that. The other, the like male host of The Biggest Loser has had, I mean, knock on wood, more heart attacks than Lizzo at this point. He had a heart attack in the gym. And it's like Jillian's
3: point. But he's not the bad guy. No, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying
1: is that to, to, to position your mean comments as coming from a caring and like health standpoint is so fake. Because health problems can happen to anyone. Nick Jonas has a type of diabetes. Like it's it can happen to anyone and to pretend that it's coming from a good place when you're really just being bitchy is like, yeah. no, it's so fake.
3: Well, I think she her she makes her living by working out, like helping people work out. So yeah. I guess she's just feels insecure and About threatened her
1: livelihood.
3: <laughs> and threatened that the conversation uh, is moving towards body positivity. Yeah, if people start yeah, to feel good about themselves,
1: she's out of a job. That's
3: yeah. threatening to her.
1: And I also feel like it's like, why are you even dragging Lizzo about this? It's like Lizzo would like to be excluded from this narrative <laughs> when the, she's never asked to be a part of Jillian Michaels and BuzzFeed.
3: Yeah, and also like, why? Are, it's not like a new concept. Like, Lizzo, like, uh, Bootylicious walked so Lizzo, yeah. Lizzo's entire career could run.
1: And I also feel like BuzzFeed set it, they set it up so that this would happen. It's like, why are you gonna ask someone who's like a militant workout expert who has, also, who has not shied away from fat shaming people in the past, you're like setting them up by asking them about what do you think about Lizzo's weight? It's like, don't do that, that's so stupid ask about how she feels about seeing idiots eating burritos. Like, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take that shot. But, you know, like, I feel like they were playing dirty, too, by asking her that.
4: Also, enough with the Lizzo hot topics. Like That's what I mean. It's becoming the new sex robots. <laughs> but it, it's
3: wish, missing the fun. I
1: wish it was sex robots.
3: <laughs> I wish we were talking about sex robot positivity.
1: I wish we were talking about sex robots who are going onto people's porches and stealing packages. Mm.
3: <laughs> you know what? I actually heard a new perspective on sex robots recently <laughs> that I hadn't considered previously uh-huh. and it hasn't been brought up on The View when they're talking about it. Is and it. Someone was talking about how a lot of the customers for sex robots are actually uh, people with all different types of disabilities yeah. and I never considered that that like yeah there might be situations where like uh, a person with any mm-hmm. any Their sort of disability met. that I mean like physical mental what yeah. that could be anything where they yeah and like yeah that's another reason why we should I be have
1: thought about that
3: shaming sex well, no,
1: well I have thought about that because I've seen um, one or nine uh, BBC three documentaries about it <laughs> But on The View, they never talk about it that way because they're always just like, a sex robot brothel, blah, blah, blah. But I feel
3: like they've brought up many different perspectives Mm -hmm. on the sex robot topic, and Megan is always very sex positive for someone who hates talking Mm -hmm. about sex. And that's one perspective that I don't think has been represented yet. Well,
1: you should put it in her ear, and maybe next week we'll see it on The View.
3: Uh, The lizard topic (laughs) also led to Joy going on a rant about how boring exercise
4: (laughs) is and
3: like yeah
4: yeah it was really funny everything
1: that she said was correct
4: it was like one of those moments that like if anything anything could have thrown that whole segment off so that moment didn't happen and abby was doing her very best to do that (laughs) because she was like well i just want to i
2: just
4: we all know lizzo (laughs) everybody loves Wait, Everybody wait, loves wait. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. She was like, my my favorite artist
3: of all time is Lizzo. <laughs> we all love Lizzo. But we all have for
4: decades. Joy persisted and got the whole rant out, She Nevertheless, nevertheless, and it was oh, wow. She
1: brought down big exercise. People are crazy with that exercising. Yeah, I don't unfortunately, do it. but. <laughs>
0: Everything everything is so I hate exercise. It's the most annoying and most boring thing that anybody can do is exercise. I'd rather sit and stare at a wall than exercise. So I would. No, I, I hate, despise I hate the it. gym so much. I particularly hate aerobic exercise where your heart has to move. I hate that.
2: <laughs> hate it.
0: I do. I'm, I'm speaking truth now. No, no, I understand. She, she always says that. <laughs> I mean, it's mindless. Mindless. It's the most boring thing you could do. It gives you I, endorphins. I, I understand people who walk to work. People yeah, walk to who walk to work have good. a destination. There's a reason to do it. But to just get on that stupid treadmill and go nowhere is dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: To bring back my Abby impression. But Wow. What a moment.
1: <laughs> to, bring, to bring back my Sunny impression. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Another hot topic Mm -hmm. was all about Megxit. Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, And it's not Megan leaving the view.
1: What some people are calling Megxit, Toronto is calling Christmas. (laughs) The city of Toronto, Canada is absolutely buzzing with Megxit. (laughs) Harry and Megan put out a statement on Instagram Mm -hmm. saying that they are dissing themselves from the royal family. They will be moving to North America, splitting their time between England and North America, and they will be working to become financially independent from the royal family. Sources are saying a big reason why they're doing this is because the media in the UK has been so harsh and racist about Meghan and so, of course, now the media in the UK is still being very harsh and Turning around. They <laughs> yeah. dr- drove her
3: out and yes. then said, how dare you leave?
1: They're, they are people.com being like, <laughs> 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 people online are saying about their own, own article. Yes. Yeah.
4: Um, let me take this moment to talk about Loose Women for a second. <laughs> Please do <don't>. Because <laughs> do we have a clip? <laughs> I can get you one. So Loose Women typically shies away from talking about politics and I would I would wrap this up as a political issue Uh, But they have been talking about Meghan and Harry a little bit since the summer since they did that ITV documentary where Meghan said thank you for asking me how I am nobody asked me and Mm. They started seeding this idea that they're not happy living a public life as royals and maybe there's something else for them Uh, When Loose Women started talking about this I started seeing all my faves on the panel come out as conservatives yeah and they were like megan so ungrateful harry a disgrace to his family like really bizarre opinions that i was just like i can't i just don't get where this is coming from and just like very traditional very like royal traditional so like
1: ingrained in Mm -hmm. them that even though society has moved forward where we don't need the royals at all aside from like a decorative (laughs) stance there's still that opinion in the yeah. UK. Yeah.
4: And and there is some aspect of it that I can get and it's that taxpayer funded salary mm-hmm. and housing and all of that. And I do understand where that's coming from to say, you know, like we we paid 2.4 million pounds for you to renovate the house that you're now yeah. living in and you want to keep that house. That was taxpayer money and therefore we should get a service back for that. And you're saying you don't want to do the service. I, I can get where that's coming from, but also like who gives a shit? Yeah. Like it really doesn't matter. And if like these people are coming out and saying our lives have been made terrible by you in the media. so
1: hard on us. Yeah.
4: Then... Like, please let us make an adjustment, which means that you either you won't be able to see us Mm -hmm. and you won't have to talk about us and you won't have to pull your hair out. Um, But they're not happy with that. But (laughs) I do think it's funny how Canada, I mean, we can make fun of how the British are like, Toronto is buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. no one
1: gives a shit. Yeah.
4: But no, actually, I think we do care. I well, think everybody is like secretly bubbling under like, what if they moved to Canada? The
3: other thing I want to say is Joy
4: and Abby both clearly love The Crown. Wow. They
1: have told us.
4: Joy watched The Crown last August during a hiatus <laughs> and she has talked about it ever since.
0: I watched The Crown. That is one screwed up group i was just watching the first series and the second series of uh-huh. the crown watch the crown and just oh, learn yeah. yes it was in the crown I, I uh-huh. the real reason if you watch the crown because i watched the Crown. i love the crown
3: again i'm trying to pitch some fun ideas uh <laughs> yeah. we've seen trixie and katya watching netflix shows as a new netflix youtube series it's a very funny why can't we have joy and abby watching the crown
1: I will one-up that idea. Remember when Joy went to London and then mm-hmm. came back and mm-hmm. told all of these hilarious stories about how she almost got robbed?
3: <laughs> no, she <laughs> did, get hor- did get well, robbed. Well, yeah,
1: and all of the horrible things that happened to her. And I was like, we should start a tour that does the yeah. like all of the spots that Joy did on her trip. I'd like to revisit that idea. And instead, it's Abby and Joy go back to England.
3: Backpacking. They go
1: backpacking <laughs> in England and they hit up all of the the spots on the crown whether it's like the filming locations or the like historical buckingham. spots don't care what if it whether it's <laughs> bucking buckingham palace Frogmore cottage. the studio where they shoot it i don't care i just think that would be a fun concept for them to go on a trip together
4: yeah and they can go they can do it with like um I was going to say <laughs> Olivia Coleman, but she's too famous. <laughs> they can do it with a lesser royal. Well, they yeah. they the could crown.
3: do, they could finally do that loose women crossover. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I would yeah, die. I do really it with think...
4: Jane and fucking Carol. Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I think that that is an idea. I have a don't, boner. Don't send them all. You don't have, <laughs> even have to send them to Disney this year. Don't care. Send only Joy and Abby to London. There's a Disney in Paris. It's close enough; they can oh, stop that was, there. I was going
3: to say, is there a Disney close by?
1: Yes, Paris? they could go to Paris and go to that Disney Euro Disney. Yeah, I think we have a million dollar idea.
4: <laughs> I couldn't even go to Euro
1: Disney.
3: <laughs> <laughs> One last hot topic, and then we can all go to bed. <laughs> There's a state senator named Sylvia Allen
1: who looks exactly like Margaret Thatcher and <laughs> Theresa May morphed into one.
3: And she has proposed <laughs> a bill prohibiting sexual education for children under the age of 12. Mm-hmm. So you should not learn about sex until you're at least 12
4: when you're ready to be married off. <laughs> your arizonan cousin (laughs) yeah and
3: this was on a friday joy said ladies discuss Mm -hmm. and i think yvette nicole brown who was a guest that day Mm -hmm. she brought up swim how something about swimsuits. yeah her
1: her mom sat her down when she was like Eight or nine or yeah, something and was like, and, The
3: swimsuit area
1: huh. And said like don't let people touch you where your swimsuit is To and which
3: Abby replied I'm gonna use that that's good
1: The panel was like completely like What and the audience was also like What we've never audience heard of this Audience erupts into cheers <laughs> Audience wasn't laughing. They had never heard of this. <laughs> I've before. never heard
4: that. Have you heard that?
1: Well, I'm a woman, I've never so heard I feel that. like it's maybe it's maybe it's a different tactic. But I've heard that. I've never heard Not that. Not in relation to sex ed, but in relation to like perverts and strangers. Oh, okay. Yes, it's I've heard good. it. It's good. It's
4: a great lesson. I'm. Yeah. I was clapping.
3: <laughs> Thank goodness Anna Navarro had written down some punchlines,
4: uh-huh. some great jokes. She said, "Well." My bathing suit is a burkini. <laughs> it goes head to toe.
0: But yeah, you don't make sure that no one ever touches well, you. Where since a I, since touches. I wear a burkini that goes it, from my it, head it all the way down same, to my feet. <laughs> Same, sis.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah.
4: That was a classic.
1: Great. Oh my gosh. Great line.
4: Did your all's parents sit you down and have a sex talk?
1: No. I learned from school. I think we had it in like grade six and seven and a uh, very 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 basic very, like the probably the most basic sex ed you could ever have where it's like this is where the condom goes this is what the vagina does <laughs> don't don't this ask me vagina. any more questions <laughs> i'm not getting paid enough for this that was the vibe um, but my my mom never did. I learned from, like, everyone else from, like, TV. Yeah. And, like, the OC. <laughs> the OC.
3: I never had a sex talk. The first time that I remember was in sixth grade. Uh, they split us up, boys and girls. And I know that the girls were introduced to tampons and pads. <laughs> and... The guys were introduced to deodorant. <laughs> hand- I feel like
1: this takes priority over everything right they now. They handed
3: out deodorant to the guys. And the oh other thing, God. I remember them talking about masturbation, but not saying what masturbation is. They just kept saying, like, it's totally normal. <laughs> Everyone does it. Everyone masturbates. It's healthy. It's okay. Doing doing it privately, it's okay. If and you were like, I had, are we
1: all talking about cutting out photos of ourselves and pasting our faces over Sarah Michelle Geller's body? <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I had absolutely And then jerking off to it.
1: <laughs> are we all talking about recording episodes of the view on a vhs labeled nfl final big game we are okay great
4: and then jerking (laughs) on
3: clearly everyone is doing something that i you're like
1: they're doing something with their deodorant stick (laughs)
3: Yeah, and no one ever explained what it was, and I just remember being like, okay, like, I don't know, and moving on, and that was my sex education at grade six, and then grade nine, they our school gave out these booklets to everyone, and they were just all about, like, STDs, zero zero information about gay sex
1: oh my god yeah of course of course never my school went from being like here is the very basic info in grade six and seven and then to grade nine being like here's a family planning course everyone has to take (laughs) but how to raise a baby and everyone either had an egg that they took care of, or a a robot Doll. baby yeah. that they had to take care of. It's like they they looked around and they were like, small town. <laughs> Some people aren't doing so well. Yeah, let's just bring. Assume there's going to be a lot of teen mothers here, and just bring on yeah. the like that course right in grade nine.
4: How about you, Sean? Oh me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had sex at every. You had sex at every. We had sex in every grade. <laughs> We had sex ed in every grade. We had these little books called "Fully Alive." What the (laughs) fuck? "Fully Alive." It was like our. It was in the. It was because I went to a Catholic school, and it was our. um, It was sort of like about family and relating to people, but there was always a sex section, and it was always later in the year. But people would flip because there was like diagrams of penises and vaginas and so we would learn about what the body looks like and then like probably around grade five my teacher brought in an egg and some seeds in two separate ziploc bags but before the lesson started she dropped the egg on the floor (laughs) and it splattered and so there was really no lesson
1: some days it be like that
4: (laughs) and so we did i like i specifically remember we learned the anatomy we learned how babies are made in terms of like sperm egg Mm -hmm. connect make a baby but we never learned how the sperm got in there.
1: Got we it. never yeah.
4: learned that.
1: Yeah, they that was the missing link. And to this day, Still
4: unsure. I don't know how yeah. the sperm got in there.
1: Yeah, there is some very big blind spots, I will say that, <laughs> between them being like, this is what the penis looks like, this is what the vagina looks like, and now how to take care of a baby. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think we're all in agreement. Age 12 is too old to wait to tell people what sex is.
1: And when you're 12, there's always going to be 15-year-old perverts who know way more than you, who know how to take advantage of you and know that you don't know anything, and mm-hmm. they're going to have try to have sex with you when you're 12. So you might as well just learn about it when you're 9 or 10.
3: I will... End this topic with a quote that I saw on Facebook about sex education from someone by the name of Eric. Uh What about kids who grow up on farms and actually see the reproductive process from start to finish? There is no mistaking what happens when a stallion mounts a mare. (laughs) Or a bull mounts a cow. It's all right there for the world to see, including young children. Should we ban children from farms (laughs) and from zoos? Yes. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Much to think about there. Much to think about.
3: Well, that's the end of the podcast.
1: Already? Welcome to 2020, everyone. It's
4: nice to have you here, Sean Mm -hmm. Ross. I look forward to coming back in another six to eight months. (laughs) If anybody wants to start a change.org petition to get (laughs) me on more frequently.
1: I'm sure there's one from two years ago that somebody can (laughs) dig up and get going again. You
3: You can follow us on Instagram at... Deja the View Pod, and not to toot my
4: own horn, but we're doing real well on Instagram.
3: <laughs> it's growing. It's growing. It's been a long process.
1: The tea is going off.
4: Yeah. Sis. Where else should people follow us, Kevin? Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter,
1: that goes without saying. On Twitter,
4: at Deja the View Pod,
1: and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you listen to us on Spotify or. A weird app that I haven't even heard of go to Apple it's free to <laughs> leave a review we would really appreciate it
4: and be more like our listener in Italy and send us voicemails uh through Instagram because we love getting them and we love hearing them that's even if we don't play them that's how you can get your voice will heard <laughs> So have a
3: great day, everyone, and take a little time to enjoy
1: Euro Disney. <laughs> Hit it, <your> Tabby. <laughs> That's all, folks. See you later. John Huntsman, the real job creator. Enjoy
0: the hunt. T-O-P. T-O-P. I particularly hate aerobic exercise.
1: We're bringing Huntsman back.
2: Yeah. We're right behind the guy.
1: The awesome
4: China policy. The governor who stands for sanity. Husband's back. 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 Hit a no. tab. <laughs> tab. tabby. No. Hit a tap. Hit it, tabby. Hit a tabby. Hit a tabby. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you have got to be signed. One of them, one Abby of them. is absolutely buzzing. <laughs>